and welcome to the RPG Podcast, where the Redhead's playing games. I'm MJ. And I'm Jess. And welcome to episode five of our lovely podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We actually have a really big amount of stuff to talk about this week. Big news week. We aren't always doing news, but there's just so much this week. We couldn't avoid it. So this episode, I mean, we are going to be chatting about everything that we bring up, but we are going to have a decent amount of just like news topics to talk about this week. A lot of it's her stuff. You have a decent amount of stuff too. I, I have some, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I have some things you have, I'm excited for. You have like three big things that you're going to freak out about. Yes. So yes. look forward to that. Let's start with this one because it is, for both of us, a and very amazing. exciting thing. Yes. Um, so some Soul Calibur six characters were leaked to be in the game. Mm-hmm. The person who leaked it, I think his name is Leaky Leaks, he's pretty reputable for being spot on with his leaks. So it makes sense, this character list. Like, oh, yeah. There's no reason why they wouldn't. Yeah. Except for one that one? we're very excited about. But it's going to follow the storyline of Soul Calibur 1, Mm -hmm. and then it's also going to have events from 2 and Mm 3, and they said a lot of the characters from 2 and 3 are going to be, and maybe even for DLC. Which I'm okay with as long as it's not expensive. As long as it's not $5 a character like it was with Darth Vader and Yoda. That's so stupid. I'm hoping they just are calling them DLC, that way they have more time to work on them, and then they release them for free. Yeah. And Please. that way it doesn't mess up the storyline. Yeah. So the ones that were leaked to come out are Keelik, Shenghua, Maxi. Who is gay now. Which Official. is a really cool thing. Uh, I always had a feeling about that. Everyone had a feeling about that. There was... <laughs> uh, Siegfried, Nightmare. Take over uh, since I can't pronounce it right today. Taki. Who uh, earlier I... I was saying Tacky. <laughs> Which, I don't know. I mean, I always plummet myself off the end of the, <laughs> the arena there when I play her. Mm. Always. Um, then we have Talim, Ivy, Cassandra, Ashtaroth. Who's ass. Which is why it's in his name. And then our darling, Tira! I'm so excited to have my split personality, Hulu Baby. Do we really just describe her the same way? Yeah, we did. Oh, I love her but so she, much. Oh, she's so good. I am very excited. I was worried initially because when they put out that it was going to follow Soul Calibur 1, she didn't come in till 3. three. It was and like it wasn't even like an end of 2 like her. Amy was. Yeah. Because Amy was introduced in the end of 2. Mm-hmm. And then she was playable in 3. In 3 and 4. And 4. And then not in 5. Yep. Which is when we got Viola. Which Big rumors I, that they're the same character. I know... I am, like, the only one, <laughs> because it's the same voice actress, the same face, the same... Drill curls, flowers, stockings. Same, all of that. <laughs> but they are not the same character. They are not. I need Amy to be my red-headed, pokey-pokey, stab-your-foot darling. <laughs> I'm very upset. They did I'm just say, excited to have Talon back. She yeah, wasn't that was, in four. And, and it was she wasn't so weird. Because the whole well, she wasn't four. She wasn't four. But they didn't put her in five, because in five is when they finally four. aged I was everybody. About five. That's right. They aged everyone and they didn't age her for some reason. Which makes no sense because she was She's so cute. Canon wise, she was fifteen. So Perfect it's not candidate a, for aging. Yeah. Hello. It, it was it was very strange. Five yeah, was trash. five was just okay. 
let's not go that far because you know my feelings on this. Five is, it was just in a very weird place in the series. That's what I'm gonna say because I know it wasn't great. It was still fun though and it had nice graphics. It was just in a weird place. It was. Which is why I'm so excited for six to make up for it. Yes, I am too. <sighs> Speaking of things that were in a weird place. <laughs> By this time, when this video comes out, this is going to be week-old news. But, but to us, it's still pretty new. Yeah, to us, it was two days ago. CD Projekt Red, their Cyberpunk 2077 official Twitter account, did their first tweet since 2013. And all it was was beep. And this is significant because... Because they are the biggest trolls <laughs> ever <laughs> from any video game developer. They're just... They are ridiculous. I showed her... The April Fool's video they put out for Witcher one year, which <laughs> was about Roach. And they were saying that he was too realistic, so they had to purposely put bugs in. And they recorded their mocap capture guys acting like the bugs that were so famous for Roach. It was hilarious. And she actually went, did they really purposely record him doing that? I was like, no, nah, this is their <laughs> April Fool's joke. <laughs> yes, but this is awesome. also significant because... This game has it had a trailer come out in 2013, 13. and in the ending of it, it says it will return when it's ready. When it's ready, and now there's something, so it's like it's gonna be like a countdown. Every month they're gonna probably do a beep, <sighs> beep. That annoys me and it's so just gonna, much. I could totally see them doing that, and it's just gonna get more and more frequent as oh, it gets close. Like a like a heartbeat coming back to life yeah. or something. Oh, I could see them doing it. I'm so excited. <laughs> this game it's so meaningful for me because I used to do tabletops. So when they said they were doing Cyberpunk, I re I remember Cyberpunk as a tabletop. When that game first came out, the amount of story in it and items and weapons and everything, it was. More than D and D had at that time. At least it felt like to me. Mm. It could all be because it was in one book. I don't know. <laughs> but they're working super close with the guy who wrote Cyberpunk, the original tabletop Cyberpunk twenty twenty. And they're even doing in the trailer if you watch it. Which from... you should. It's really really good. Yeah. Mantis arms. Oh, she's so bae. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> They actually have like a an image on a billboard, and it's actually a piece of art from oh, yeah, the book, yeah, yeah. which I think is just saying so much to like how yeah. well they're working with the actual storyline on it. Mm -hmm. And it, ugh, I'm just so excited. This game's gonna be so incredible. Oh, I'm so excited. I really want to play it because I didn't. I I wasn't really into tabletop at all. Mm -hmm. So like when you showed me this, I, I just was instantly. I want this game. Instantly. I, I didn't even need... I didn't even get all the way through the video before I was like, sign me up for this because I want to be part of it. Yeah. So, I'm very excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. On Snowy Games, which is Snow's channel that I helped with, he did a video about a year and a half ago all about cyberpunk because mm -hmm. I bought him the, the book and everything for it. <laughs> so we're, we've been hyped for a while. <laughs> okay, 
While I calm down, why don't you take over? Okay, for a all right. So really quickly before we move into some of the other news topics, because some of the topics we'll cover are a little bit smaller, and then at the very end we have a couple big topics we're going to cover. So let me get these upcoming games for this week out of the way. On Tuesday the 16th will be Street Fighter V Arcade and Rocket League on the Switch. And Which then, is pretty big because I'm pretty sure it's going to have the cross-platform. That is, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. And then on Friday the 19th will be Kirby Battle Royale and Digimon Cyber Sleuth Hacker's Memory. Which, if you have played any of the Digimon games that have come out for the PS4, are really, really cool. Especially if you like Digimon. If not, it's kind of like, it's still a lot of fun, even if you don't like Digimon. So, it's... I've thought of picking it up, and I was always very anti-Digimon. Yeah, this, this style was I was very pro-Pokemon, really cool. mm. so I was like, Digimon? <laughs> and Monster Ranchers. I liked Monster Ranchers. Oh my god, I forgot about Monster Ranchers. I, I actually Rancher. had like, all the little figures. Oh my goodness, I really liked that game. I think I had one on the uh, the Game Boy Advance that I played the crap out of. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the cartoon, too? No, I didn't. <gasps> I didn't, so just the game. It was so good at the time, it's probably awful now. <laughs> Okay, so now let's move into a couple of the other newsy titles. So Assassin's Creed Rogue is getting a remaster for the PS4 and Xbox One, which will be on March 20th, which is very cool because this one came out, if you don't remember, for the PS3 and the Xbox 360 With when Unity, Unity came out on new-gen consoles. So, so if you had already upgraded to mm -hmm. the new-gen and you traded in your last-gen, you, you never got to play it. And it was supposed to be one of the better ones. The storyline was supposed to be a lot better. Mm -hmm. You were supposed to actually get into it much sooner, rather than the first 20% of the game being tutorial. Like, you <laughs> got into it much quicker. So that'll be March 20th that that comes out. So it's still a while away. I'm sure we'll mention it again before it comes out, but that is on the horizon. Um. There's also going to be... Total War is coming out with Three Kingdoms, which is China, set for fall 2018. And this is super awesome to me because I always bitch and moan about why do games not do Asian history? Especially, like, Japan has a lot. Mm -hmm. We always see when we do, we see, you know, Meiji Restoration shortly before that, the end of the Tokugawa period. But we almost never see China. And every time there was a dynasty change in China, there was usually some kind of fight. Yeah. And they never talk about it. So we're doing Three Kingdoms, which is the most iconic time frame and historical arc in China for a lot of people, you know, in Western cultures. So I'm very excited for it, especially because Total War made an announcement earlier this year that the games they do going forward, they're going to try and tie them a lot more to history and being historically accurate. So I'm very excited for that. I hope one time we'll get, you know, Mongols. Yeah, Three Kingdoms, I've never played a Total War game, but I watched the, the Three Kingdoms trailer and I, I really am interested now. Yeah, and I showed her, also coming out this year from Total War is Thrones of Britannia. Thrones of Britannia, which is coming out set in another time period I'm really fond of which is going to be in England. It's going to be the Anglo-Saxons, the Gaelic clans, and the Danes, or the Vikings. And they already mentioned King Albert, and historically correct, except he looks kind of healthy and he's not supposed to. He was known for being pretty fucking sickly. Yeah. Um, Alfred. I said Albert, didn't I? 
Alfred, King Alfred. <laughs> it totally glazed. I didn't notice that you said the wrong name. Oh, really? If I would have known, only because you told me, that's why I knew. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big history buff, if you couldn't tell. I am. That was <laughs> my major before I realized I could do nothing with it. <laughs> I even wrote my thesis and everything. It was oh. bad. But I showed her in there the zoomed-in battles mm-hmm. between all your units. Yeah. Because most people, when they play, they play it zoomed out so they can keep an eye on the battlefield. But if you actually zoom in to individual units, they all have their own animations. You'll see them properly going at it, parrying, dodging, this and that. Which is awesome. It's really cool. They do a great, great job on these games. So I'm excited. Next up, we have a game that was recently announced to come out this summer for the PS4 and the Switch. It's called SNK Heroin Tag Team Frenzy. And that is basically any fighting character from games that SNK makes, which include uh, King of Fighters and like SNK versus Capcom. Um, the ladies are going to be compiled into this one game and are going to have their own fighting game. So... All-female fighting game. Is this the first all-female fighting game? There's been one I other mean, one that I can think of right off the top of my head. Skullgirls, right? Skullgirls, but also there was one that was like a fighting game and a puzzle game in one. I can't remember the name. I'm going to look it up and I'll have it put on the screen here. Right. Um, well, Sandman Kagura, but that's oh. that doesn't quite count in the yeah. same but style. It this will be the first one, I think, that's like really, really mainstream. Because this one is going to be, like, big names. Yeah. Because King of Fighters is a pretty good, a pretty big fighting series as it is, so. Yeah, I know the tournament center around here. Mm -hmm. I know they've had that going a couple times. Yeah. Uh, First, let's talk about this one because it's time sensitive, sort of. Oh, yes. So, Dissidia, if you missed out on the first betas that went up, one, I believe, was a closed beta. One was an open beta. I was in the invitation only, and I was reminded of... How difficult that is if you're used to playing Soul Calibur. Huh. Uh, (laughs) It's made me reconsider my collector's edition, but I'm still getting it. So the Dissidia beta, which if you're not familiar, it is all the Final Fantasies 1 through 15. It includes the online games. They pull the protagonist and antagonist, and they verse them in this giant fighting game. There is a story throughout the whole thing. Mm -hmm. It was the first time we heard a voice for Kane, and they picked a very good voice actor for him. (laughs) Um, But that's going to be going on through the 12th to the 21st of this month. You don't need PlayStation Plus to play it, which is nice. And it's only going to be on PlayStation, so if you are an Xbox person, you want to get it for Xbox... You're going to have to go to your PlayStation buddy's house. Because we win. Yes. So that means the Dissidia Beta is going to be 12th through the 21st. Gravity Rush ends on the 18th, 18th. servers for that. And then the Metal Gear Survive Beta is from the 18th to the 21st. To the 21st. So you have a very busy couple of days, guys. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to try out any of these betas, use your time wisely. Yes. <laughs> yep. So, we've got some remasters and ports to the Switch. World Ends With You Final Remix is coming to the Switch. I'm going to mess up. I'm going to mess up the saying. Ease? Ease. Ease. Ease 8, Lacrimosa of Or if Dana, you've never heard Dana. of it and you see it in a store, Wise. Yes. Y-S. <laughs> Ease 8. Hyrule Warriors and Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze? I think it's Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. I just always want to put Donkey Kong Country because 
There were so many of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's the series name. By the way, guys, we go through our coffee way too quickly. So now, in addition to our snacks, we're going to have our coffee here. Oh, this yes. week we're drinking Javalia, which is very rich but tasty. And we have a very interesting snack. It's Polish, and both of us are going to butcher the name. Um, Tace Maleczko. It is marshmallow covered in chocolate and filled with a strawberry jelly. Okay, it yeah. is delicious. Mm-hmm. I usually do not like marshmallow. Because it doesn't have the same texture as a normal marshmallow. It's weird. I didn't even think it was marshmallow at first until we read the ingredients. Which, thankfully, they have in English. Yeah. <laughs> if only they could translate the name of the snack into English, because patache malechko. That sounds as American as I can make it. <laughs> Super delicious. Yeah, if you can find a Polish market or someplace that sells ethnic food, you should give those a try. Mm -hmm. Okay. Back to remasters. I am going to talk about Dark Souls now. <laughs> that was way too chipper for being a Dark Souls. Dark Souls! Okay. Dark Souls. Dark Souls is getting a remaster May 25th. Original Dark Souls, I am so excited. Okay. So it's going to be weird going back to original Dark Souls after playing Dark Souls 3 but I am so looking forward to it. They've added some new, updated, improved features. The remaster is going to support up to six players for online multiplayer. And of course, graphic updates, so it's gonna look closer to Dark Souls 3. I got distracted by how much sugar that was. Um, I like sugar. <laughs> and one other cool thing is that, well, not cool for us, but cool for Japan, and hopefully they decide to share the wealth. Oh yeah. Um, we were super bummed about this. Oh my god. I she, read the article and I was like, oh, yeah. I thought she boss. was going to cry for a minute. And then I read the thing only planned for release in Japan. I was very upset. Took her a good couple minutes to like get over it. I think she checked in a couple different spots. I did. Too. I looked on a couple different websites just to see if it was a mistake. The... Trilogy box is going to come with all three in the Dark Souls series. I'm really upset that they're not including Demon Souls because technically that is the first one, but Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3. In addition to six soundtrack discs, a set of bookends. Which look, even I say, very nice. They're very beautiful. And some collector art books and prints as well. If you were to convert the price into U.S., it's about $450 U.S., so as much as what? I wanted to come here, I'm a little glad that Wasn't it's not... the Dark Souls 3 collector's edition super expensive no. too? Wasn't that like It was 180. Really? Yep. Um I think I'm thinking of the big statue. The big statue was $400 That's or more because it was like massive. It was huge first off. It was like yeah. this big. I didn't have it boxes was big enough to ship that completely out. Completely like iron cast, handmade Everything about it was artisan, if you will. And you won't. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yes, so anyone who is a Dark Souls fan, get excited. May 25th, we will have remaster of original Dark Souls. That's just not exciting <laughs> to me. I'm sorry. 
Let's talk about something you yeah, are but, excited yes, about. What is exciting to me is February 1st, Final Fantasy XII Zodiac Age is coming out for PC. Yay. So if you guys watched, I think it was episode three. Yes. Could have been two. Might have been three. I got extremely excited about this. I started telling her about my spreadsheets Mm -hmm. that I have, my Excel docs. So it is coming out for PC. It is going to be amazing. I think I'm probably going to get it on PC as well. Whoa. I mean, okay, I say whoa, but that's really not a big deal. Because do you know how many versions of certain games I've bought? Like, Persona 3. Yeah, I literally in my house right now have like four versions of the PS2 disc. Just cause. Of the PS2, not even different systems. No. Okay. I don't feel so bad. I'll be buying it for PC. (laughs) February 1st. Woo! Very exciting. I'm going to hold off before you get to that because you're going to like lose your mind (laughs) a little bit. So, speaking of things I have way too many versions of, or she does, and the thing that I do, would be Skyrim, because <laughs> I own it for everything. We've covered this before. Mm-hmm. Two of the big mods that are going to be coming out, uh, I know they're for PC, I think they're going to be too big even to go on Xbox, but they they may make it. They've yeah. been doing a lot of updates this past week, just, you know, little bullets saying how far they've come. They're all both slated to come out this year. I'm really excited for it. One is called Lordbound. It's 30 hours worth of additional gameplay. It's as big as the Dragonborn DLC. It has as many new assets. Um, it's amazing to me that there can be more hours because Skyrim already felt like it was 400 hours. In some of my files, it was. Exactly. <laughs> and then to add just another... A 30 more just almost feels like nothing compared to that. I but know. it's so much when you think of it on its own. Yeah, that's more than a lot of standalone games. Oh, like yeah. COD World War Two, story mode. <laughs> Which is... Okay, not to insult any Call of Duty fans, because technically um, it was a good game. It was just... It was a great tiny. story, and it was... They did such a good job, but yeah, it was 11 missions. Tiny. A game should not be that short. Okay, but I understand because yeah, Call of Duty, it's, it's all for the multiplayer. You know, it's just a little sad. Yeah. Because um, it was so good. Anyway, uh, and the other one is Apotho... Apotheosis. It's Oblivion Realms, which is really cool. You go to Oblivion, you deal with fake gods the fake gods they call them Mm. they're like created they don't want to be destroyed so that storyline looks really cool because i don't think we were in oblivion enough in the past we need to be there more often so i'm really excited about that one too so just two mods that are getting a lot of updates recently that i'm really excited for am i am i doing it yeah go ahead oh my god she's gonna talk for a while now i'm gonna fix my coffee because there's not enough sugar in it because she glared at me okay so for any of you that were disappointed in Destiny 2 like I was. We have some incredible news. Okay. The people who make Destiny came out and... Bungie? Well, yeah, I was just, I was talking about them as a team. Oh, okay. (laughs) Just like the team. Got it. They came out and were talking about how, you know, they know that they've had a rough time with the community and, you know, they haven't been crystal clear about what they're saying and everyone's like, yeah, we know. So, what? (laughs) So, 
they came out and they talked about all these different improvements and changes that they're going to be making for the game, in addition to some updates. A couple of the ones that are just updates that are coming out are going to be um, 6v6 multiplayer, private matches are coming back, you'll have more vault inventory, better iron banner is coming. One that I'm very excited about just as like, oh, what's the term I'm looking for? An improvement? Yeah, but it's like quality of life improvement. There we go. Mm. Um, you'll be able to see your fire team members on the destination map. So you won't have to be like, uh, where are you guys? Are you in Nessus, Io? What's going on here? She where are like we meeting? She was jumping up and down. I'm, she called Snow It should from the have other been room. that way from the start, okay? Because you should just know if they're in your fire team, you should be able to find where they are without having to ask. That way you can stalk them and steal their loot. Even though they're on your fire team, you're going to want to do that. <laughs> I mean, in Final Fantasy 14, you can see your team. Your party. See? You should just be able to do it. Okay, so that is coming, which is Made very hide and cool. Seek really hard. <laughs> oh, I guess that's one bad thing. You can't play hide and seek. No, you can't. You have to leave the party. Any hoosers. Okay, so one other thing that's really, really exciting is that they came out and said that they were going to be shifting the balance um, for things like ghosts, sparrows, and ships away from the Eververse store, which, if you don't know, you need either Bright Engrams or Real Money to get, and they're going to be shifting it into activities that actually require you to play the game. Uh, so more endgame content, awesome. And the quote we have from them about this is, we recognize that the scales are tipped too far towards Tess at the moment, and Eververse was never intended to be a substitute for endgame content and rewards. Oh, it just feels so nice to hear that. Because it felt like so much was trapped in Eververse, and it was like, if you don't have money, you can't have nice things. And I don't have all this money laying around to just pay for cosmetics in Destiny. So I was really bummed. I would see a cool ghost shell and I'd be like, well, I don't have enough bright dust for that. And I don't have the time to level up eight times to try my luck. So I'm very happy that they are switching it into in-game activities that you will actually just need to play for. Granted, that doesn't mean that they won't be super grindy or take a long time. Hopefully they're not that bad, but at least you'll be able to earn them without spending any money in the game, which is great. Uh, some other things that they announced they would be updating in 2018, improvements you should see in the game include weapon slot and archetype improvements, um, better clan rewards, additional crucible Playlists like Rumble, for example, Trials of the Nine improvements, Pinnacle Weapon and Gear improvements. Um, they're going to be expanding into guided games a little bit more, and they're going to be addressing solo versus fire team matchmaking. So that's just some. Solo versus fire team? Yeah. Like one person, like evolves? No, style? no, no. So, like, so like I'm, I'm assuming they mean it in terms of like. If you're queuing for something, whether it be a mission Got it. or multiplayer, if you're queuing alone or with other people. Okay. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Whew. Whew. So that's actually not even all of them. Those are just like the really, really big ones that are coming. But they said that they're going to be continually making updates, listening to their community more, which, you know... Good. They need to do. <laughs> I don't play them. Even I know that. After after their first couple months with the game, I think that would be the only way they'd make up for it. Yeah. <laughs> and right now it's an uphill battle for them. Like, all of this sounds great, 
but we'll have to see how they yeah, do Yeah, exactly. Like, they say they're shifting away from Eververse, but what does that mean for how you earn the stuff now? Mm-hmm. So, They've I mean... They've said many things in the past that sounded really good. Mm-hmm. Be more transparent, and, you know, a month later, they, they mess that up. Exactly. So... so it's, um, you know, it's great, and I'm glad that they're doing something, but we'll have to wait and see as to what that something actually turns out to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's good. Yeah. There's been, this past week, weekend, there's been the big consumer conference mm-hmm. for tech brands. CES. Yes. So there's two that we were excited about. There's mm-hmm. a ton of stuff, but there were two that we picked out that we really liked. Yeah. I'm excited for the Blade AR, mm-hmm. which is made by Vuzix. Vuzix. Maybe. V-U-Z-I-X. Mm-hmm. Don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> I think that's close enough. Maybe. Yeah. I should have listened to like a video where they said their name. I think we did. It just it doesn't it doesn't stick. No, it, it just sounds very unnatural. Yeah, it's just a weird name. That aside, great job, guys. Apparently, according to you know everyone that's at the conference, they have the best AR glasses there. They've been working on the tech for twenty years. It looks like sunglasses, and it has like a little swipe pad on the side of your your glass frame. <laughs> I'm just smiling because it feels very future. Just I know. It's so exciting. It feels like spyware, you know? I know, it looks so cool. But you can, unlike Google Glass, you can actually move the screen so you're not, like, looking off to the side of your eye. You can actually move it so it's centered where you want. Um, You can take pictures, you can view documents, you can, like, overlay all kinds of stuff. Actually, the pictures, I think they said they're working... No, you can do pictures. I think they were saying they're working on gesture controls, though. Yes. Because right now, everything's through the side, mm-hmm. but you can actually eventually like point to what you want to do and it'll click. Recognize. But supposedly it's been the most comfortable, most natural, and it looks really good. It's, forget the tech that they're using, but basically it sends light forward and then bounces back at your eye. Yeah. Which is very different from what Google Glass had tried doing. I don't know what the HoloLens runs on, but we haven't heard much from that. AR is just like, it's so foreign to me. I'm so because excited. When you when you think about that, you're like, oh, that's that's not a real thing that like we'll be able to use in our lifetime. And here it is. It's being developed. There's people trying it. It's it's mm-hmm. close. Yeah, you can get the developer glasses for two thousand dollars. I think that goes live next month, um, and then next year will be the consumer glasses for a thousand. Isn't really an absurd price. That's kind of what I would expect. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's more high-tech than virtual reality, oh, yeah. in my opinion. That's mm-hmm. why it's been so hard to get right. Absolutely. So considering the best VR headset out there is the HTC Vive or Oculus, and the Vive is like $800, $1,000 for AR is really it reasonable. Feels, yeah, it feels inexpensive just based on other things that are on the market that kind of do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So seeing that was really cool. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. And then the other thing that we found notable, mostly because it's Sony, but also because it's super freaking cute. And it's bringing back something that was out for like 15 years. Yeah, yeah. So some of you might hear it and be like, oh, that's that's a thing already. But yeah, that's it already, already exists. A thing. It's the Sony Ibo dog. Yes, those robot dogs from 15 years ago. Yep. They are back. They're back and cuter than ever. 
They have little OLED eyes that are emotional. They have cameras in their nose to recognize people. That way they have different reactions to different people that they see and they can recognize people that they that live in the house with them. And that play with them more often. Mm-hmm. They have, I think it was 22 points of articulation, which is actually a pretty decent amount when you actually see the, the thing. Uh, it has a little camera right on the top of its bum to kind of keep Orient. it. Yep, keep it in a right place. And then it has a ton of touch sensors like yep. all over it. So when you're petting it, you can pet like yep. under his Scratch chin, his or chin, his back, pat his, his head, ears, right his belly. Oh. It looks really cute. And it's so cute. I'm really interested to see, now that the tech for this kind of a thing, like, is getting more popular, this dog is only about yeah, like this big. It's a little tiny one. I'm wondering when it's going to come to, like, bigger robots. I mean, they've not that I'm asking for times. like a robot apocalypse or anything because yeah. I'm terrified of that, really. But like, I really want a dog, but I can't have a dog. I'm allergic to dogs, so I want to have like a big robot dog to just sit next to me and be my companion. Or I'll just have a million cats because why not? Crazy cat lady. <laughs> yeah, a big robot dog would be cool. I'd be much happier with a big robot like a dog. Great Dane. Which like is a essentially a horse. I want a mastiff. Robot horse. That's like a mastiff. <sighs> they get so big. <laughs> I am small enough that I could actually probably ride a mastiff, although it would hate me. I hate but a robot dogs. dog, you could tell it that that's what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Your battle dog. And it would be like... Just like I want an ostrich, yes, because that's a battle chicken. <laughs> you cannot have an ostrich. Sure, I can. I'm just imagining you right now on an ostrich, and the picture is amazing, honestly. Yeah. I don't even imagine you, like, with your legs on the side. I just imagine you plopped on it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would be. That sounds like you. Give it, like, a steel-enforced beak. Oh. On his bridle. Like, um, that Pokemon. Skarmory. I don't know anything past, like, the 151, aside from, like, Pachirisu. Imagine Skarmory. Mixed with an ostrich with this human sitting on top of it. See, I was thinking like a chocobo, but skinnier. That's pretty close to, yeah. Yeah. With armor, metal. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like a saddle. Yep. Mm. Magnificent. <laughs> I have a problem. Oh my gosh. And then there was one other thing that you were really excited about that's going on right now with Twitch. Oh my gosh! Ooh. Wow, what a doofus. I can't believe I forgot. Overwatch League is now live. Um, for any of you that are playing, you'll have noticed an update that came to the game where there is now an Overwatch League tab on your main screen that you can click on. You can view all the teams that are in the league and each of them has a skin for every character in their team color. They do cost 100 League tokens, which, if you were to buy 100 tokens in the store, is $5, so a little pricey on if you were trying to buy those. But you will be able to earn the League tokens by watching the League games right through Overwatch. And I'm very excited because I'm not a huge sports person. I like watching some sports, but like eSports? I love esports because I actually 
I can get hype about it. I understand the rules, I play it myself, especially Overwatch, because up until like last season, I played it competitively. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be good enough to be in the league. But then I realized you need to be like top of the grandmaster board. And I'm just like, well, I'm diamond. Isn't that good enough? And for reference, that's like two levels below what you need to be. So okay. I can't be pro, unfortunately, not yet. But it's a huge deal. They have like a partnership with Twitch to have their games streamed on there and you can watch them. And it is very exciting. Very exciting. New York has a team. New York Uprising. No, New York Excelsior. I was just about to ask what they were called. Thank you for answering. You're welcome. <laughs> oh boy. And then I'm every Genji on there, you Genji mains out there, you're not Korean. Stop buying the Soul Dynasty skin. Literally every Genji I've seen since that since the League thing came to like console, they all have the black and gold Soul Dynasty skin. You're not Seagull. You're not Korean. Unless you are Korean, then by all means. <laughs> I just think that everybody needs to calm down. Dynasty is not the only team that exists. Hello. There's Spitfire. There's two teams from Texas. There's two teams from Los Angeles alone. And there's another one from San Francisco. We got New York. There's other teams that exist. South Korea shouldn't be the only ones to get love, okay? I'm just saying. Very passionate about this. I don't know why I reminded her. I'm just a little touchy, okay? <laughs> I'm just a little touchy because as someone who plays healer a lot, I am so sick of Genji. I need healing. Go get a health pack. <laughs> I hope you learned your lesson. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, then. Well, pretty sure that was all our actual notes. I guess real quick, just because we have a couple minutes, mm -hmm. what have you been playing? Well, clearly Overwatch. I just recently started playing Overwatch a lot more with the, uh, with the introduction of the League stuff. Even though I know playing the normal game won't get me the League tokens, it's kind of like reignited my love for the game. Not that it ever really died down too much. Come on, let's be real. But it's just got me on there. I'm playing quick play a lot. Some people that I used to play with, I'm talking about you, Tian, have started getting on the game a little bit more. So the, the community is kind of coming back a little bit in terms of the people that I know. Also, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite, actually. Really? Yeah, I originally, I was like, oh, I'll play Fortnite when I, once the people are on. But, like, I've been going in solo just because it's, it's fun. The games go by quick. Every game's different. And, I don't know. You should pick up the actual game. You probably I really should, enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I would. It's like, it's like zombie... Waves. Yeah. And that's awesome. I love games like that. Mm, I know you do. I should try it. You should. Borrow snows. Mm, I will. Oh, and Colorx Malice. You have? Mm -hmm. <gasps> Whose story? I'm not telling you. Ah! Is it my baby? No. Are you playing Minio? I'm not telling you anything. Are you playing Shiraishi? Mm, shush. I'm not telling you anything. I'll tell you when I finish. Ah! That was just extremely exciting. Perhaps the best news of the show for me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been trying to get her to do this for six, seven months. 
months. It came out while you still worked for me. But you haven't had to try and get me to play it for months. Oh, yes, I have. Oh. She lives in a fantasy what? land. Okay. What have you been playing? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've actually been playing Final Fantasy VIII on my Vita. Ooh. Yes. I just needed to go back to it. Hmm. I, I took a, a break from Persona. I know. I keep taking breaks from Persona and I'm breaking your heart. Maybe since you're playing Collar, I'll go back then. Can you see the disappointment on my face? They can. I'm just not looking at you. <laughs> I'm hurt. I'm hurt. But I've been playing Final Fantasy VIII, which I haven't played since I played it on the PS1. So I have very okay. many memories of it, but now I'm playing it. And when I played it on one, I always picked like his emo <laughs> options, where it was just like dot, 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 doesn't speak to anybody. Ellipses. Yeah. And now I'm... Picking whatever I feel like, and I've, I never realized how much of a dick he can be. <laughs> like I picked a couple options, and he becomes like a total dick towards Zell, and he makes very Cipher esque comments, which make me really happy because Cipher's my like one of my ultimate husbands. I feel like most RPGs, when they have like a an option for a character to say, there's always. There's three. There's, like, the really nice and gentlemanly one. There's the one where you're a piece of dick. Yeah. I was about to say something else, but I decided to go with that. Mm Mm-hmm. And then just nothing at all. Yeah. (laughs) I've been having a lot of fun making him, like, a dick. (laughs) Which makes me like him more, because I always used to hate him. I had an email that was for Final Fantasy VIII, and my password was literally Cypher Kill Squall. Are Um, you serious? I'm serious. So... (laughs) I'm now starting to actually like Squall, which I didn't think I would ever do. And I'm, I'm thinking of going back to Final Fantasy fourteen, partially because of the conversation I found out about with my old FC leader, Rue. Mm-hmm. Hi, Rue. I mean, MMOs are great. They are. Especially Final Fantasy. I mean, I personally wouldn't know just because I don't, I don't play that one. But from what I've seen, it just looks... It looks awesome. so cool. Yeah. I... People are going to tell me you should play the game, play the game, play the game. But, uh, I don't know. You already have a I couple just, MMOs. I just don't really want to invest $15 a month into something that I might not give the appropriate time that I should for that much money every month. Yeah. And unfortunately, as much as it looks cool and it looks fun and I really want to play it, I just can't get over that fact, you know? Yeah. So, I've just got to keep it real. I just can't devote that much time to it, so I won't do it. Sad. Which makes me a little sad, too, but sometimes you just gotta stick to your guns, you know? Unlike when she's here, and I try to feed her food. I can't say no. I'm gonna get fat because I just come come over to your house and you're like, here, have this. I'm like, no, no. You're like, yes, yes. Yes, yes. (laughs) And she's like, no, and I'm like, oh, well, try mine. And then she's like, I hate you. That was a literal conversation that we had. Earlier today. Mm-hmm. It was great. I hate you. I know. <laughs> With that, we will close out episode five. I'll go feed her more. No. Thank you guys so much for joining us. If you would like to donate to us by becoming a patron, you could do that. Patreon.com slash RPG podcast. You can also find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. We will include all of those links below. You can listen to us on Podbean or iTunes. Yep. And obviously the video chat on our channel. 
Mm -hmm. We hope you'll watch the vidcast. We do a lot of weird stuff on the vidcast that you won't be able to see if you just listen to the audio. But any way that you want to listen to us is very appreciated. Yes. Thank yeah. you guys so much for watching, and we will see you next time. Bye! Bye-bye.